Welcome to Unmuzzled Chat. James, well, we got a very special uh, guest today. Uh, I guess the first <laughs> time we have a cute little fluffers here, Bourbon Bear. And we also have a beautiful Priscilla. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Priscilla has been extremely vulnerable with me today on a phone call. And I just felt, holy cow, I just felt impressed to pose a challenge and opportunity for her to come on here today and share some of the things she's going through. And my jaw hit the floor when she pretty much accepted and here, here she is. So I want to commend you for your strength and for your selflessness to be here in a very vulnerable state, like amongst extremely challenging, painful, like relational experience that you've shared with me. I just, I want to help. Thanks. And and I'm sure a, a lot of people in this world also can resonate with what you're going through and would also want to help. So I hope a muzzle can effectively, I know we're in the beginning stages, we're just growing our legs, but we can, we can, and hopefully bring light to what a community, what, what we could achieve. So I don't know if you want to open up telling us a little about yourself or just dive right into what you're going through whatever whatever you feel comfortable with well uh, um just a single gal wears her heart on her sleeve and uh has kind of a experienced trauma from family and relationships Mm. um and it's just kind of it's I'm just getting kind of jaded, just having a lot of like existential thoughts lately on what is the point, you know, mm. of like doing well or being good. Um, it doesn't doesn't seem like it's it's worth it sometimes when you're so vulnerable to being taken advantage of and hurt. So mm. that's that's the headspace right now. Um, I just uncover that the past like 14 months of something I thought was very real was Mm. something very manipulative and and uh toxic and very unhealthy and and uh turned out to be really dangerous so Mm. I'm scared and sad yeah relationships I mean I used to classify it all the greatest challenges we will experience in this life and that resonated with so many people. It was interesting. In a way, though, it was my, I guess, wiring. It was, it was, the w- it was my choice because essentially I was putting all this trust and reliance and faith essentially in faulty humans around me, whether it be my family, friends, and relationships. So in a way, I was setting myself up for my own failure so at the time before and you know it's a forever work i'm sure when in in the midst of other challenges futuristically undoubtedly i myself will also experience this very narrative could be challenged but it was interesting once i kind of stepped back and realized oh my gosh this is where the spiritual realm so important like if i actually put my faith and trust in god all why it was me and my faulty wiring in a way that made 
let's say relationships being that number one line item to being the greatest challenge I experienced. But so when I put trust and faith in God, all of a sudden that dropped down the priority list. All of a sudden the Lyme disease I faced with became the greatest challenge. My financial burdens were even more so challenging and sharing the message, helping others became even a greater challenge. So it, it's interesting how it reshifted everything, but I digress. I don't mean to take away because the reality of your situation, like your feelings are valid and what you're going through is a great challenge in and of itself that I wouldn't wish on anyone either, like to be treated in. Oh, yeah, you want to share some of that? Um, sure. So, uh, I don't know where to, where do we begin? Um, uh, has to do with like narcissistic abuse and and uh being isolated in a relationship and uh uncovering um just infidelity um and then not not being able so it's just like being captive to cruelty kind of <laughs> and bourbon bear does not <laughs> does not like any of it but uh yeah, when I when I tried to, to, to leave it was so much manipulation, so much lie and I think I think people think that they're stronger than they are when their heart's not involved. But when you see yes. goodness in someone that doesn't have goodness, it gets it's a conflict, right? Like I I'm struggling to understand how someone that I cared about and, and loved wasn't all these things because I had never seen anything and, and it was like when I s l saw what was going on uh, I felt well, like I was in a, in a simulation or something or just uh, that it was like a Jekyll and Hyde like that that can't be that person right and so you get like inundated with enough proof and you're just like wow I don't I don't know anything that I thought that I knew mm. so that, that part's hard. Come here, buddy. Does he like sitting on your lap? He does. He just, he wants attention for days. Hi. Oh. Attention for days? Oh, my goodness. This is a very positive distraction. <laughs> like we've already touched on between you and I, uh, these little companions for fluffers are experts at two things we crave in this life, which is... Like unfailing love, unconditional love, unconditional, yeah. and loyalty. I I always I heard once that the best way to describe a dog is to spell it backwards. Oof. God. That's cool. Yeah. I have not heard that. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, because they're really the embodiment of like wag more, bark less. You know, mm. um, they have a. I feel like it's kind of like that Ted Lasso show with like be a goldfish. They have the reset clock of just like, I'm fine now, you know, let's, let's go play kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, they don't, I don't feel like they harvest ill will. You can see like abused animals and they can still for the most part be re rehabilitated with some love. Like those videos always catch me on Instagram where it's like look at how we found this dog you know mangled mm, and right, Paris yeah. and then you see them a year later after being fed and cared for and they're just thriving so that's Bless. that's kind of I feel like mm. this one's my lifeline because 
I'm just like, be more like bourbon bear. Yeah, the more us humans, we got a lesson to learn right there. And what do they say dogs are equivalent to in human years? Like four? Yeah, the, this, there were studies shown that it was like seven years per human. Or, or intelligence. Like oh, intelligence. Yeah, something like, like their nose has about 10,000 more sensors than mm. our nose. But their their heart beats three times or something as fast as ours does. So that's why their lifespan is shorter. Oh, but wow. the smaller they are, the longer they stick around. Oh, wow. Um, so I've read because that's really their only fault is that they don't stay around for a while. <laughs> it's actually cute because with his, uh, <laughs> he, what he's saying is he wants to go play with Moose. He does. So I feel like we should like open the door to, to that because he's <laughs> not going to be less vocal. I mean, if you want, we could even try to get Moose in here and get yeah. them settled. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. Bourbon, you stay right there. Bourbon bear. I guess this will be Moose's debut as well. Yeah, this is a... And now they can just play in play in frolic. Welcome, Moose, everyone. This is uh, Moose. Oh, my goodness. Can we get you settled by chance? It's just the tail wagging is, you know... To those that are just listening, I do apologize. Uh, you may want to tune in and watch this segment via uh, YouTube or uh, Rumble. Basically, especially two to you puppies dog lovers. In, in love. Yeah, and they're going to start knocking over equipment. <laughs> hey, Moose, go lay down. Good girl, Moose. Hi, do you want up now? Are you scared? Oh boy. Moose, come lay down. Oh, you just want a higher angle. <laughs> this should resonate all right with some dog lovers. But we we uh, shouldn't trust people that don't love dogs, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. I I know, mean, when people are like, I don't like dogs or pizza, I'm like, you're not my kind of people. Wow. I mean, there's a commitment to it, and responsibility yeah. and what a refreshing concept so many people are trying to avoid that in this life and with dogs to their own detriment you can't avoid but, it yeah because they're missing out on the love they have to offer yeah. a, a lot of blessings is that now, now you satisfied I, that's so funny it's like i want i want the dog i want the dog i got the dog i don't want the dog anymore grass is always greener i'm telling you there's lessons we c that could be had with these amazing critters and the more i feel us humans can effectively live out of love for one another from all different walks of life and everything like the how much more blissful are we just going to make this existence on behalf of everyone but that being said sometimes like to really enjoy the good moments also the darkness and the hard moments give value to that so it's almost it's just really challenging to have that mindset especially in a moment of heartache and certain challenges that's where man i'm just i'm so excited to have you on because i mean you're in the midst of that challenge and i mean we already said 
like I could hear it in your voice and what have you like you are stronger than you know especially you team up with our savior it hmm you got this it's like I think God's the only one that can understand I feel like people that I talk to they just haven't been fortunately exposed to like traumatic abuse and violence and so um you don't like know how, how to help somebody if you don't you know you don't have that those kind of tools so um sometimes I just like sit and kind of beg for help because you know it almost feels like if you sit and ask God for help there's a better chance that he will help you versus, you know, a network that hasn't been exposed to any of that. Right. Mm. And now the dogs are making out, so that's cute. It's so <laughs> cute. I'm just happy because she's happy seeing her tail wagon. Go, go. <laughs> hey, go lay down. Go down. Come on. Um, man, it's it's so tough. Like that's where in relationships it's so important to obviously like out the gate. And I'm so guilty myself where I don't. Uh, I'll admit it. I'll, I'll look kind of oh like what I see on the outside and this and that, and I will what's the word for it i will make exceptions and what have you on some core values yeah like same and i and and there'll be red flags and i tend to ignore them and then it ends up like fast forward and i'll even have people in my life that i didn't necessarily listen to that could have saved me some of that time and pain and heartache and and all those things but I mean, we make those decisions. We end up, hey, Moose, my goodness, what are you doing? Hey, come lay down. Come on. Lay down. Good girl. Sit. Lay down. No. Lay down. Good girl. Stay. Stay. Good girl. <laughs> this is too fun. Some people probably eat it up. Oh. That did not last very long. <laughs> and some <laughs> people are just there rolling their eyes like, you better. We're already tuning out until you come out with the edited edition of this episode. Right. Well, I think I think it's important for them to understand, like, that's my little lifeline. So I just have like a kind of a codependency now on him because he very much bounces off my energy. And so right. he keeps me accountable because if I'm super sad he feels it and so it's not like i'm i'm using him it's like we're using each other right i have to show up for him yes. healthy and vibrant and happy because then he is healthy and happy and vibrant and i don't think that there's anything better than a happy puppy <laughs> personally i wouldn't have it any other way like every time you come through this this uh this is 
a welcome lap dog. <laughs> Moose doesn't get to sit on my lap very even, often. Even spritz at <laughs> a little men's cologne on him, you know. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> That's too cool. Yeah, it's making uh, Moose, Moose needs a bath. Good girl. <sighs> um, yeah, it's so crazy. Because, yeah, some of the things you did share, it's like you're experiencing evil you know people that don't have the same morals and values that you you said it yourself that you wear your heart on your sleeve and he just seems to me took advantage of that and um yeah things have been hard i mean you mentioned that there was a level you found out of infidelity and i mean what what do you suppose like you would caution some folks with like signs flags any anything to i I would recommend everybody absolutely everyone to just kind of get on google and and uh you know do reverse phone number searches search um Search parcel lot numbers, search arrest records. Like, mm. if you're dating someone, you'll know, like, probably where they went to school and what they do for a living. Um, a big red flag, I think, for me is there's no social media with the person. Like, they're like, oh, I don't do social media. Some people don't, but to me, I've found that that is like a red flag or it's like, oh, okay, so they do have a level of secrecy. Mm. I feel like the harder that they are to find online is indicative of a pattern of behavior. Uh, I went on to find so much as in an internal affairs investigation in, um, in a different state where um, they were a former police officer and internal affairs was going to discipline them, but they resigned instead. And the, the investigation was actually about, you know, intimidating women, scaring women, using like authority to um, manipulate women. So this is, you know, this was something like 10 or 13 years ago. So it's something clearly a pattern of abuse, but also, just be mindful of um, just their behavior around their cell phone. Like, is it mm. super secretive? Is it always like going to the bathroom? Is it always like, you know, never, never out? I think like that's uh, indicative too. Um, and then I would, um, I would just caution to, to just kind of be, mm. be vigilant, right? Just, just look at their behaviors look at like what they hide or they're hiding their trash or they you know very Mm. controlling um and and you could say all that and more but i i you know saw the best in someone and then you know ended up having to get a protection order because no Wow, really? So, that is like a worst case scenario, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, (sighs) there was one instance that really truly scared me. And I think like having the dog on camera, um, if anybody's watching, they can see it's a small angel baby. And um, 
I was on vacation when I found out the most of it. And uh, then I wanted to change my flight. And he didn't let me. And he stole my credit cards and my passport and didn't want me to leave. And I got truly scared because I wanted to leave. So I kept trying to change my flight on the phone with American Airlines and was going into different rooms and I would lock them with the dog and he would just come after me with a butter knife to like open the doors saying this is my vacation I paid for it and so when you're in a situation like that it gets kind of scary and so I did end up calling the police but he did one thing where I think I just um I don't know how mothers feel because I'm not a mom but there was a feral animal warrior in me because he tried to hurt my dog he opened the door into the street and wanted him to run into traffic and I just I just knew right then and there like that this person because the dog obviously trusts someone for a year's time and I I I just felt like in that moment I saw like you know Lucifer in the flesh kind of thing like who would who would do that I mean hurt me all you want like I can at least defend myself but a, a dog? I was like, no way. So, um, yeah, really, I, if I were to give advice to anybody, is just d- do your do your research. Like, if it was like your own child or brother or sister, just people are, um, they're not all good. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm shocked to hear some of them details because. <laughs> Yeah, that one I hadn't said before. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I could only imagine as to a response with the threat to, yeah, viewing my my dog as, hey, is a single adult pretty much my kin, right? Yeah. And what would my reactions be, this and that? Um, wow. Like, what would you do if, if that was happened to you? I know, like... The dog is much bigger, but just on camera, <laughs> off camera, does the does my answer change? I wonder. Uh, I pity the man that that comes between. I mean, hundred yeah. percent. Like that's that's what it boils down to, right? But I also do view animal life on a whole different level than human life. That isn't mistaken with me. God forbid. But uh, I believe it was on Charlie Kirk's. Uh, podcast where an example was given you know and it made me actually think and and it's you really don't know it's hard to come up with a truthful and like it's just one of those things you'll you'll act how you act in a, a god forbid type of scenario but yeah god forbid your dog the the analogy was kind of thrown out there was uh your dog's drowning and there's another human drowning. Like, it, it kind of makes it easy if you say a, a child. You only can save one. You only have time and energy to save one. Who do you save? And for me, without question, I save the child. My dog drowns. I wouldn't have the same answer. Really? Yeah. Because I don't... I don't... I, on a personal level, like... Do not get me wrong. Like, that would be an extremely challenging moment, right? And it would be so heart-wrenching. But I believe 
these animals, these critters are, you know, like it, it talks about it in the Bible is to, they're put here for man. It's like, and it kind of leads into a whole other discussion because I do believe they have like a soul in a way too, that they are going to be there, but it's, it's not, we are made in God's image. This animal isn't right. It's not talked about in that nature. Right. So, so I, with that being said, it's just a no brainer to me. I think, I think we've become such a self serving culture and society to where, to where a lot of people would be like, I'm going to save that animal, but that's a selfish move. Like what at the, at the end of that, what, what does God see as happy? I mean, yes, you did a selfless act to an extent and you say, but it was selfish in your choice more so than saving one of your brothers and sisters. Cause they're another fellow child or son of God. It becomes more challenging though. If we change that child to an elderly gentleman that, Oh, how much time they got left when it's like your pup, you know, it becomes tougher in that. But even in that for me, I wouldn't question. I wouldn't be left questioning, saving the elderly, the human life, no matter what, than the animal life. The animal life would forever have me questioning, did I do the right decision? And it isn't my judgment. It isn't mankind's judgment. You know, it by God's like what is he frowning upon or what is he excited? That's what's important. Right. To me, it's, it's an interesting one to think about. Wow. Yeah. And I'm trying to think like why I would answer the way that I did, but I think like, I know, like, I don't have family around and very, Mm. like, few friends. And the first experience I ever had with death was only three years ago. Like, I don't know anybody who's died, which I think is great, but also, like, it's not set up for success here for how old I am. And then never, I've never, like, been to a funeral or known anybody has died. So that that is a blessing thus far to an extent but the one of the humbling truths all of us as we go down that path which we kind of covered are going to start experiencing that more and more and more yeah which is scary two close friends of mine it's no secret on this even podcast two close friends of mine within the last month weren't just like uh you know passing over like they were tragically taken like it was so it was it was shocking like and and i plug hey everyone be safe on those roads and this that because because there there is a it's a dangerous activity i know there's an accident just up up here on your way over my goodness and it was it was four cars i was just like wow in the broad daylight so right so you can't be and and i love spreading awareness like that to potentially have a positive effect and people sitting down their phones and staying alert and whatever but um, it's just a, a humbling truth. I don't know what really send us down. It'll be interesting replaying this, what sent us down this road and obviously refine myself to, oh man, I, I know futuristically now I could grab, I, I wish I could jump in this moment and, oh, take the conversation over here. But 
I'm human. Mm-hmm. We're human. And it's just beautiful to be here and communicate with you. You're very, I mean, you're a beautiful woman. You're very intelligent. You're very in tune. You're well-spoken. And it is a pleasure, even with all the the doggy. <laughs> the wags. Yeah, the <laughs> butt you. wags. This has been this has been really awesome. Um, but trying to get a little more back on point. Dogs. I mean, I guess what's important, like that we grow our faith, we strengthen our faith, but we also surround ourselves with like-minded folks. Because I have been blessed the more I've gone down the spiritual road and I'm seeking this refinement for myself. God has put people like yourself and others in my life that is having a strengthening effect to where, I mean, that companionship's always gonna stay just as special. It's not gonna change between me and my dog. But, like, there there has been more of, because you've kind of said, like, it, it's almost with you solely, you know, but he can fulfill and put people, like-minded folks, where you kind of have that community and strength. And it's, it's a hard, painful, lonely walk to be doing this kind of on your, on your own. I've been there. I've been there. In ways, I, I'm still there. And it's tough because, I mean, especially going through what you just went through, um, hmm, you're, it's harder to put that trust back in people and stuff. That's where I would just. Yeah, I, th- I think that reflects my answer, too. Like, I think that, you know, as everything was happening, it was, you know, we were 12 mile, twelve hours away by plane from home. And it was that was immediately like who I needed to protect and and I think you know he didn't stop shaking for almost two hours and I think um I think that did something to me because I I'm his I'm his owner I'm his little fur mom and as much as I don't want to blame myself for it's almost like a you know a stepfather relationship taking advantage of a little girl kind of thing and the wife would be like i i did that to my daughter like i put her in that danger it's like you didn't know any better right you were in you were in love with someone that you had no idea could could do such horrible things and then it's like kind of a guilt trip right and so Mm. now i feel like i'm like overcompensating because i i don't want anything bad to happen to him because something bad did happen to him and to me but i'm kind of selfless so i i don't really think about my i I should think about myself more often right now i'm like thinking about him (laughs) well guys let's let's do what we can um priscilla's been extremely vulnerable with us today and I, I appreciate that. Let's team around her. Let's let's break the ice and have some comments. And the fact I'm not in the midst of of a relational challenge. I'm, I mean, to an extent, at the moment, doesn't mean like this isn't you know resonating with others that are going through the same things. And you know, if through unification and everyone kind of opening up, obviously we can have like miracles can take place and we can, 
we can show up for each other in ways that's gonna it's just out of love just like we were saying about these little ones where we fulfill kind of the lessons to be learned and um i i hope with unmuzzled chat here we can create that community and um and even if anybody has any advice you know something that's like worked for them tools tools yeah just because i think if somebody's been through it and something has really helped that could be helpful too i don't i'm trying everything do i you can't journal? i do journal do I, you I, have a good journal um <laughs> you know is it just a notepad it's 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 a it's got a like a leather bound and an, a leather rose etched to it like it's a floral oh. kind of thing okay and then i have some that are um my favorite color that that I like things that are turquoise or teal. So that oh, they, beautiful. They, even though they're not intricate, just the color makes me happy. So, yeah, I do a lot of brain dumps and I used to write poetry. I don't. If you anymore. need one, <laughs> a muzzle chat right here right now would be happy to give you one. <laughs> cool. Would you like one? Yeah, I mean, I so I'm always down for paper. This, in fact. Oh, nice. Is exactly what this woman has represented today. And it says, let's go ahead and open this thing up. It says, strong. Oh, nice. Right here on the cover. I sent you a picture of that earlier about the strong over the toilet. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, you can't even uh, make these things up. But it's got kind of a half face or a face of a lion here. Strong, right? Well, pretty cool imagery. But more important than that that I like so this is the one I personally use the way it can just flip over you can you, you can use both sides of these pages but there is uh oh heavens this light there's a biblical verse at the bottom of oh, every nice. page you should read the one that you your the universe decided you to point to be strong and courageous the lord your god will be with you wherever you go josh 1 9 that's that's the whole tone of today's conversation has been like strong come on (laughs) and then you had that other page from the 28th (laughs) and not every one of these is about you know strong right here depend on the lord and whatever you do and your plans will succeed you know so it's more potentially in a business sense but often I'll find myself journaling, almost being in this emotional state, and then that bottom verse will hit home and resonate on a level that just you lose it. You know, you can't make that kind of stuff up. No. And, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm excited to see your growth. I'm excited to have you back. Communicate even more. You could give more more tools, too, but just, like, priscilla said here i mean let's let's these are just things that i found effective and what's crazy like that might just be effective for me now right the pursuit of you know constantly seeking and refining it all like that that's fulfilling the very purpose as to why we're here right but self-actualization is the key right mm. yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah Well, any other burning desires, any other things to touch on? I think this is... I do have a burning desire. Oh my gosh, we'd love to hear it. Um, I think it's very important to... It's a question that I ask myself often because I've lost sight of it in the past year and a half. 
It's what 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 makes you happy, and and mm. identifying what that can be. For me, sometimes it's like sparkling wine or a chocolate or some ice cream or anything to do with my dog. But try to like set that intention every day, like a desire to like work towards I'm going to get that today because it, it counts. Right. So yeah. it, the world is heavy and evil and dark right now. And mm -hmm. so just doing like one little thing for yourself. It's almost like that TED talk, like make your bed. I would say like have that chocolate you know kind of thing just do one thing a day that truly makes you happy and it, it it seems to be like helping me because it's very easy to get caught in and stay in the storm wow wisdom yeah that very wise um my goodness once again that's a note that's hitting on a note of like you can't make these things up like I love here on a muzzle. We were, we try to do calls to action. You just gave an amazing call to action just for people to be aware and conscious and, uh, what was the word in, intentional, mm -hmm. right? Wow. I need to pull out my journal right now. That's what a blessing. What a blessing you've even been to me. Oh, thanks. You're so gracious for your time. Thank, Thank you so you much. Thank you for having me in the, the pup who's are you kidding me thank you he's the star of the episode no <laughs> doubt he's he's uh we'll be working this weekend on our costume uh shenanigans for his instagram oh cool <laughs> if we could get pictures and somehow even attach them to to things that would be that would be fun and festive thing to do because i've been too busy to do anything along those lines this year yeah yeah, or last year's performance, he was Goose and Maverick, so he was my wingman for Top Gun. Mm. But this year, it'll be a little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> but who knows? I think it's he already looks a little bit like a wolf, so I think it'll be That's fun. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Right, little guy? He's just like, I just want to play outside. Which I think we can learn from dogs, too, is just like go outside and kind of get grounded. Ooh. 100%. Yeah. Get get some sunlight, some vitamin D. Some like walking, some oof. air. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think there's a reason as to a strategy that was implemented here recently in the past as to why that was even demonized. Stay at home. Lock yourself in the closet. Fear, fear, fear. Things that aren't actually good for you. Yeah, sun is good for you. Right. Sun is good. It is. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Guys, thank you so much for joining. God bless and have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. Bye, guys. Bye. Mm.